Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker, and I'm here to help you unlock your true strength so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence, and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. Welcome back, my friends. It's been a while since I've done a solo episode, so I thought, you know what? I need to come back on here and just do a solo episode since it's been so long. 2021, we are already in February as I am recording this episode, and I'm just so excited about all the things to come and really just celebrating all of the wins from even 2020. I know that a lot of people have experienced a lot of different things, myself included, a lot of really hard things that I had to go through in 2020. And Looking back, I really truly am so thankful for those things that in the moment felt like missteps or like I was falling behind or whatever it might felt like in the moment. It's so interesting how when we can get space from those things, we see like it was always going to lead us in the right direction. I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before, so I'm going to give you a quick update on my life. For those of you who don't know, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I haven't actually truly talked about it, but in October, I decided to leave my full-time job. I was working in the mortgage industry, and I loved my coworkers and all of that, but it was just not the environment for me to, to grow and thrive. I just am someone who needs to be just more active. I don't like sitting in front of a computer all day and COVID kind of switched up my role so that I wasn't really doing things that I was super passionate about. And it was just more draining than anything, even though it was easy things I was doing. So I knew that I needed to make a switch. So I'm a certified personal trainer, as many of you guys know, so I thought, what if I just get back into that realm so I can be around more people and share more of this message of this new perspective that I have, right? Because when I started being a personal trainer almost four years ago now, I was very much coming from that perspective of that paradigm of weight loss and restricting food and your typical training mentality. But now, since I've done so much healing work myself on my mindset, on my relationship to food, my relationship to my body, my relationship to exercise, I'm coming back as a personal trainer with a whole new lens. So I applied to be a trainer at F45, immediately got the job, and then they offered me the management role. So I was super excited about that. I knew that this was for sure the right direction for me, and I'm so happy to to say that I made that decision. So October was my last month at my full-time job. November was my first full-time month as just doing my life coaching and being a trainer and a manager at the studio. And it's been so much fun. Our team is the best. And I love being able to bring this new mentality to the fitness realm because so often we have this mentality that we need to control and manipulate and do all these things to our bodies and food. And this definitely pops up in a fitness environment, as I'm well aware of. So I've gotten to have so many different conversations over the last couple of months, really guiding people back to themselves of making those decisions, right? Like I never claim to be the expert of someone else's body. You are always the expert of your body first, and you can take some of my different advice and things 
second, right? And in my one-on-one coaching, I really focus on just guiding my clients back to themselves by asking really curious questions, really getting them to dig deeper than they would maybe have done on their own. And that really kind of leads us into today's topic that I want to talk about with you all today, which is what it means to trust yourself. I think that, like I mentioned, we're so focused on trusting everyone else and all the systems out there, everything on the external for guidance on how we should live our life, on the things that we should like, on the careers we should have, what we should look like, who we should date. Like there's all these different standards that are going around at all times. And in this process of being able to trust yourself and really what I focus on in one-on-one coaching is just always bringing you back to you being the number one authority in your life. You are the number one authority in your life. You have all the internal wisdom you need to make self-guided decisions that help you feel as good as possible as often as possible, which is truly what I think and what I've experienced intuitive eating being. Intuitive eating is so much more than just a framework for eating. I feel like for me, I've experienced it as like this whole life healing process and really coming back to be in touch with myself and to really take that power back. And as with any time I'm kind of defining words, I just love diving into the definitions because I think it really helps to have a better understanding of this topic. So when I looked up the word trust on the Google, trust was defined as believing in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of. I also wrote down in my little notes that trust is much less a destination or a goal and more of a practice. It's something that we continuously build upon every single day. Oftentimes when we think of trust, we think of trust in a relationship, right? And Brene Brown gives a really great example of, you know, when you meet someone new, for example, say you're in a new relationship, you have a metaphorical empty jar, right? And then all these little actions they take towards you, like maybe they smile at you or they buy you a gift or they surprise you with a date or they, you know, give you a big hug, whatever it might be. You're like adding these little marbles per se to your jar and it's building up over time, right? Well, when we think of our relationship to ourselves and our relationship to our bodies, it's exactly the same. So all of those different little things that we're doing for ourselves, and oftentimes it's way more about the teeny tiny things, like just honoring and listening to your body. Like, hey, I need a rest day today. Like, I need to just chill, or I am feeling really anxious. I need to go on a walk, or maybe I need to journal it out. Maybe I just need to take a nap and just kind of shut my thoughts off for a little while, maybe meditate, right? So every time we're like stopping, taking a step back and checking in with ourselves, we're building that trust. It's really saying to yourself that you have your own back and that you're able to really assess what you need instead of just powering through. I always like to picture it as like bulldozering through life, trying to just logic your way through, push past, be strong. You know, there's all these narratives out there and I used to live by them for sure. And it's something that I have to continuously remind myself like, hey, Katie, it's all right. Like, let's take a step back. Let's like just, you know, sit down. Let's take a couple deep breaths. Let's kind of just reevaluate where we're at right now, right? 
and giving myself that space to be able to do so. So trust is so much more of this practice. And I really just in this conversation today want to just really emphasize the importance of trusting yourself and not just trusting your body for how you want to move that day or if you need a rest day, what you should be eating that day. And I won't omit the word should because I never like using that word. It's always, whenever we're saying the word should, it's always from someone else's agenda. So trusting yourself that your body knows how to guide you towards what foods will feel best for you, what will help you feel just the best, right? Like like I said, intuitive eating, body acceptance, like this, all this work that I do is so much about just feeling as good as possible as often as possible. I think that's the easiest way to describe it, right? Who doesn't want that, right? And omitting this pursuit of weight loss is a really, really important part when we're learning to trust our bodies, right? And the reason being, and I'm going to do a separate episode all on this, so I'll just touch on this. But when we are so focused on this external goal of seeing a number on a machine, like then you step on a machine, it just shits out a number and tells you like your value for the day, which is total bullshit. And you should never, never think about it like that ever. Throw your skills in the garbage. (laughs) Does not get to tell you if you are healthy or worthy or valuable or any of that crap. When we're putting our trust in a machine, we are disconnecting from our bodies. We're not allowing ourselves to actually move into our bodies and show ourselves this love and respect and actually be in tune to what might feel best for us, which is different for every single human being on the planet. One of the paradigms that I learned from my health coaching practice and my life coaching practice is, you know, healthy is there's enough ways to be healthy as there are people on the planet. And I always like to put quotes around healthy because I think today it's just so loaded. It's been hijacked by the diet culture mentality as, oh, it's a wellness, you know, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle, but really anything that's guiding you away from you being the number one person making the decisions in your life is probably something that we need to question, right? So really big thing there, but I wanted to give you a couple of different ways. I have four. Four different ways to start building self-trust with yourself, okay? Four different ways to help you with that. Number one is awareness around how you speak to yourself. I think this is so important. There's also awareness of like body awareness and how you're experiencing emotions. That's a really big part of this process as well. But awareness and how you speak to yourself, and when I say this, I'm most specifically talking about the way we speak to ourselves between the ears, otherwise known as our minds, because we can say some really nasty stuff to ourselves sometimes. I know that my brain offers up those same thoughts, even though I no longer give them my attention as much anymore. I used to just get so bogged down by all these sentences in my brain, and they were truly just that. They're just sentences in our brain. So we really have to take that step back and build this awareness and get really curious about these sentences that are floating around in our mind. And if we want to really give our attention and our time and our energy to those specific sentences, 
It's so important. It's work that I am committed to doing every single day. And sometimes my brain likes to avoid it because it doesn't want to look at the crap circling around in there. But I can tell you it it makes such a difference to be able to be honest with yourself and just take a look at that without judgment because truly all human beings have these different thoughts going around in our head and the patterns are very similar as we look person to person. But when we can actually just build that awareness, we can then start to move forward into, okay, how do I want to think instead? I don't want to think, you know, things like, foods are good or bad, right? That's causing me to have an unhealthy relationship with food. I don't want to continue to look in the mirror and just think, ugh, I'm so ugly or I need to lose weight or whatever you're saying to yourself and get really aware. I would even recommend writing a whole list, like maybe a couple pages long, just all your thoughts about all these different things. So whether it be your body or food or exercise, like just write pages and pages of all these different thoughts and then start pulling together patterns. Like are all of these thoughts kind of this pattern of, you know, I'm not enough or I need to work harder to like achieve something. Like I'm not valuable just how I am and looking for those patterns, right? So that's a big thing that that coaching really helps to do. So oftentimes we're so close to the problems that it can be really hard to kind of pull those apart. Number two that I have on here is to spend time to pause and check in with yourself. So often we are just, like I mentioned earlier, bulldozing through life. (laughs) We just need to take a second literally lean back, lean your shoulders back, open up your chest, take a couple deep breaths and allow yourself to check in. Ask yourself, how are you feeling right now? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling excited? Are you feeling proud, sad? What lets you know this? What lets you know that you're in that feeling? Where do you feel it in your body? Do you feel it in your chest? Do you feel it in your throat? Maybe it comes in the form of racing thoughts through your head. Is it hot? Is it cold? The sensation in your body? This is something that I'm personally really working towards is being able to check in with those emotions instead of just trying to block them out, (laughs) essentially, and just continue moving on to actually acknowledge myself almost it's almost like I'm talking to myself as a friend. Like I'm like, hey friend, you know, I noticed you're kind of feeling a little off. Like what's going on for you? Like what's really going on? Let's check in. And really talking to yourself like that friend as you would, you know, someone who's close to you. Super important. Important. It's kind of a part of the pillar of my coaching, like nourishment, right? Nourishment is so much more than the food that we put in our bodies. It's just the way I really think the big part of it is the way that we speak to ourselves. Huge. It's also, you know, how we choose to move our bodies and how we just how we show up in the world. The self-trust is a big piece of it. There's so many different ways we can show ourselves nourishment outside of food. Food is, of course, part of it. We always want to feel as good as possible, as often as possible. But check in with yourself. Take a couple deep breaths. See how you're feeling today. Number three that I have for you on building self-trust 
is to drop rigid expectations. Drop rigid expectations. If we're operating from this perfectionist kind of all or nothing frame of mind, it can be really hard to step into this this self-trust with ourselves because we're always thinking in terms of black, black and white, all or nothing, right? We're always on two sides of the spectrum. But with this work, it's it's so much more about aiming for the gray, which seems like so boring, right? Like gray is maybe not everyone's favorite color. But in that gray space actually is where all the rainbow of variety and possibilities live. And that's the beauty of it. Like what if we can just live in that space instead of putting all this pressure on ourselves most likely generating thoughts that cause anxiety and sadness and maybe even anger. And from those, you know, from those feelings, we're probably not going to operate and create the best results in our lives. So what if instead we took all that pressure off ourselves and just said, hey, you know, in, in terms of perfection, one of my favorite paradigm shifts is just to say presence over perfection. Presence over perfection. And To me, what helps me get into that present moment is simply taking a couple of deep breaths, really feeling it all the way down through my body. And that helps to kind of get me present, maybe feeling into the different parts of my body and coming back to that and just remembering that like, along with the paradigm I shared earlier, but there is enough right ways to do things as there are people on the planet. There is no one perfect way. There's only your way. And only you know what it's like to be experiencing life in your body with your experiences. No one else can tell you otherwise. Only you have that authority, my friend. Always remember that. And number four, I wrote down, remember that you are the only one with the authority. I've said this multiple times through this episode already, but this is one that is so important. You are the only authority of your life. It is time to reclaim your brain space from all of this crud that has been building up and it's not our fault that we have all these thoughts and beliefs and things that we hold on to especially around body image oh my goodness a lot of work that you know I continue to do to this day that I'm still opening up on all those beliefs and narratives that I've just been latched onto because of the culture that we live in And we always have to guide ourselves back to what's truest for us. Like I mentioned, you are the only one who can experience life in your body. You're the only one who knows what that's like. Only you get to be the true authority of your life every single time. And from that place, you can really start to build up this self-trust. Such a good episode. I'm so excited to just get some of these episodes out to you. So I also want to encourage you that wherever you might be listening to this podcast, if you love this episode, if you love another episode or a guest, make sure to either leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening or screenshot this episode and tag me and or my guest on Instagram. Let us know what you're listening into. It truly brings me so much joy to see what you guys are listening into. I absolutely love bringing content to you in this way. And we are nearing 100 episodes. So that is pretty exciting stuff. I've been doing this for just over two years, I believe, which is crazy. 
still sitting in my closet recording on my phone. (laughs) It doesn't have to be anything fancy, my friends. (laughs) Just get your message out there into the world. And last but not least, if you are looking for more support in learning how to heal your relationship to food and your body, you want to finally build this self-trust with yourself and step into your full confidence so you can share your gifts with the world confidently, I want to invite you to apply for my one-on-one coaching. I have a couple of different program lengths that are perfect for anyone looking to work on those separate things, healing your relationship to food, healing your relationship to body, exercise, just healing your relationship to yourself. And I really use kind of some of the pillars that I had talked about in this episode of awareness, nourishment, resilience, and reclamation is a big part of it too. Reclaiming your life from all of these crazy stories and finding what's truest for you. So I want to invite you to apply for one-on-one coaching. I would love to have a conversation with you and find out if this would be something that would be beneficial to your self-growth and helping you achieve that freedom in your own life. All right, my friends, As always, such a pleasure to chat with you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day wherever you're listening in the world. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.